This is an ICGC Cornerstone podcast. At Cornerstone, we believe in the power of the Word of God to transform lives and empower people to influence their generation. And now, time for the message. This morning, I'm going to teach you on what I've titled, Honoring the Lord with Our First Fruits. Honoring the Lord with Our First Fruits. Technical team, you are playing something, and I hope not to speak after this. Honoring the Lord with Our First Fruits. Honoring the Lord with Our First fruit. Now, most churches use tithe. Most churches will use tithe and offering in describing what they give to the Lord. But in ICGC, we use the phrase, first fruit in the place of tithe. And if you have been part of this church for a while, uh, uh, you'll be used to that phrase, um, uh, first fruit. You you don't hear the word tithe often in our church uh, as well. But for those of of us who who just joined us recently, um, or somebody who's here for the first time, uh, you hear about that word, first fruit. And you may be wondering, what is that? Why do we use first fruit um, instead of tithe? Um, Do we believe in tithing as a church? Uh, And I've thought thought this before, uh, but um, new people join, and we need to teach it again as well. And uh, because whatever offering we give to God, must have its foundation in the Bible. Whether it's um, an offering, a building project offering, um, a Thanksgiving offering, whatever offering we give to God must have its foundation in the Bible. And so we're going to go into the Bible uh, and, and see the foundation of what we give and why we give what we give. Now, in theology, there's something called hermeneutics. And hermeneutics is just about interpreting the Bible. And in, in hermeneutics, there is something we call the law of first mention. So you've learned something today, right? So you can, you can brag about that you've learned hermeneutics. You can ask someone, do you know what hermeneutics is? And so in hermeneutics, there's something called the, the law of first mention. And the law of first mention looks at if you are trying to study a particular word or a particular principle, you try to trace it when was the first time it was mentioned in the Bible. Because the first time it was mentioned gives precedence for how it should be treated or how it should be used or how it should be pursued as well. And so we're going to look at the first time this is mentioned or given is mentioned in the Bible. Please turn with me to Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. This passage recalls the first acceptable offering in the Bible. Not the first offering, the first acceptable offering. Because the first offering is Cain's offering, which God did not accept. But it records the first acceptable offering in the Bible. If you want to find out what is the acceptable offering, what kind of offering does God accept? How does God want us to give? What is the kind of offering that God blesses? We have to go back to the first and build our doctrine from there. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. It says, Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat, And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. He says the Lord respected it. The Lord accepted it. And the Lord said, this is the way an offering should be given, should be made. And there are three words that I want you to bring your minds to as we look at this scripture in Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. The first word I want to avert your mind to is that word flocks. 
it says that, and he brought the firstborn of his flock. Flock. The flock talks about where he took his offering from. He took it from the flocks. And the word flock there means the animals that he read. The animals that he read. All the animals that Abel read. And so it's telling us where he took his offering from. Because you don't give an offering out of nothing. You don't give an offering out of nothing. For Abel, it was the work of his hands. And Abel brought the flock. What he was doing, out of what he was doing, he honored God. He was taking care of animals, and, and then he brought them as an offering to God. Now, each one of us works somewhere. You may not be able taking care of um, some animals, but you work somewhere. Maybe you sell fabrics, you, 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 you sell cars, you're a carpenter, you're a banker, you're a lawyer, um, you are a mason, whatever it is. Each one of us works somewhere and you are paid. And what you are paid is your salary. That is your flock, the work of your hands. And an offering always comes from somewhere. It comes from the work that you are doing. So we see the flock. The first word we see. The second word we see in the scripture we read is the firstborn. The firstborn. The firstborn talks about the kind of offering that he gave. The firstborn. He didn't give the second, the third, or the fourth. He gave the firstborn. Abel establishes that God respects, or what we give to God, God respects it. It comes from our hard work, but it must be the first. Not the second, not the third, not the fourth. Abel is establishing the kind of offering that God respects. And it must be the first, and I will explain further shortly. So we see the flock, we see the firstborn, and then we see the fat, which talks about the quality of the offering he gave. The fat, the quality of the offering he gave. He gave the firstborn, and he gave the fat. That means that when he was giving, he didn't look and say, ah, oh, oh, this firstborn, of the, of, the, of the animal is too big. Ah, God doesn't deserve this one. This one is too big. No. Let me look for the one that is slimmer than this one. No. He gave the first and the fat. It talks about quality. It is qualitative. That word is qualitative. What he gave. Where he came from and then what he gave. The kind of offering. He gave the first, the, the topmost. And he gave their fat. And these three establishes the basis for the offering that we give. It must be measured in this way, the first, the flock, the first, and the fat. Now, if you look at the Bible, subsequent to Abel's offering, all the other offerings in the Bible follow the same process. You look at Noah's offering, he gave the first, and then even when he came out of the ark as well, he gave the first again. You look at Abel's offering, sorry, Abraham's offering, and on and on. It all establishes this principle. They give the first and the best to God. Every offering that God respects follows this principle. The first fruits is not necessarily a particular kind of offering. The first fruit is the spirit and the attitude with which we give. And when you look through the Old Testament, that word first fruit occurs in two passages in the Old Testament. And there are two different words that are translated first fruit in the Old Testament. And, 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 you must, and, and we're going to look at the Hebrew meaning of those words because you must understand that the Bible was not written in English. I hope you know that. When the Bible was written 2,000 years ago, it was not written in English. The Bible was written, or the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew. And the New Testament was originally written in Greek. You and I read it in English today or in French or 
in whatever Ghanaian language uh, we read it in. But the Bible was not was originally written in Hebrew. And in the Hebrew word, there are two places where that Hebrew word for first fruit occurs in the Bible. The first place is in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. And this is a popular scripture that we read uh, or we know as well. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9, where it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Now, in the Hebrew word that is translated first fruit in this particular passage, is that word receipt? Or if you look at that word today, you, you pronounce it as receipt. Some of you have done receipt exams before. But is, the, but is that word receipt, receipt in, in Hebrew? Now, the word receipt in Hebrew, it means the beginning. It means the foremost. It means the most important. That means that it is the foremost, the most important in the order of ranking. It is the most important. It is the beginning, that which starts everything. It is that same word that is found as well that in, in, in Genesis chapter 1, where, where God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning. The first thing that God did was to create the heavens and the earth. That same root word, receipt, which means beginning, foremost. The first thing you do is to give your first fruits. The first thing you do is to give your first fruit. The first fruit is something you do give at the beginning. It is not something you do afterwards. In other words, you don't say, oh, I'm going to pay all my bills. And when I've sorted every bill out, then I'll come and give God what is left. No, it doesn't work that way. Receipt means the beginning, the foremost. If you, honor, if you want to honor God, you give your first and then you pay your bills. Because it is the receipt. The beginning. That is which, that which starts everything. The receipt. And when you start with that, everything else is dedicated to God. It is the receipt, the first, the beginning, the foremost. In Proverbs 4 verse 7, the Bible says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. That word wisdom, that word principal thing is that same word receipt. It is the foremost thing. The foremost thing. The second place we find that word first fruit also is in Exodus chapter 23, verses 18 to 19. Exodus 23, verses 18 to 19. It says, you shall not offer the, offer the blood of my sacrifice with the living bread, nor shall the fat of my sacrifice remain until morning. The first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Now, there's a different Hebrew word that is used to describe first fruits in this particular passage. And that Hebrew word is that word bikurim, bikurim. And that word bikurim means first products. It means ready and ripe fruits. In other words, the first fruit is not something that is not well done. The first fruit is well done. It is ready. It is ripe. So if you, for example, are in the days of the Bible, and let's say you are a mango farmer, right? And you are bringing your first fruit to the Lord. And the first that comes is an unripe mango. You don't say because it is unripe, I'm giving it to the Lord. Because the first fruit is ready and it is ripe. It is not unripe. We don't bring the unripe fruits to God. You give something that is ready, that is qualitative, and that is presentable. And when you read these two words of first fruit, you get the thinking of, of how God sees the first fruit and the attitude that God wants us to bring when we give our first fruit 
to the Lord. It must be the beginning, it must be ready, and it must be ripe. It is not the last thing you do, it is the first thing you do. Interestingly, my friends, the government of Ghana doesn't wait for you to bring your tax. The government of Ghana takes your tax from the onset. They don't wait and say, oh, I'm going to give you all the money. Like When your employer pays you and gives you your gross salary, the government will not say, oh, um, you know, your gross salary has been given to you. Uh, so I trust you that when you bring me the tax after the gross salary, the government of Ghana doesn't trust you. At source, the government of Ghana will take their tax quickly. They will say, they will say oh, I trust you, or you are a good person. No, no, no. The government of Ghana doesn't work that way. If I, when you go to a, a shop to buy something, maybe you're going to buy maybe bread, or you're going to buy um, um, something, maybe a furniture. At the furniture shop, they won't say, oh, this is the real price of the furniture, right? And these are the tax components, COVID levy, sanitation levy, uh, what, tourism levy, uh, what, what levy, uh, whatever. I won't say something, but I won't say that in this book. <laughs> All the levies, VAT, they say. And so this is the levy, this is the tax component, right? So you pay for the furniture at its original price. Then... When you then make time to go and pay this tax component of the furniture at the tax office. The government Ghana says, no, I take it from you. When you enter the shop, you are paying for everything. Because for the government of Ghana, it is not a test. It is not a test. But for us as believers, God makes it a test. God says, I give you everything. And I want to see where your heart is in what you give back to me. That is how God treats it. For God, it is not a test. For God, sorry, it is a test. For the government of Ghana, he said, I don't have time to test you. I don't have the patience to test you. In fact, I don't even trust that you will pass the test. <laughs> so, um, so, to, so at source, I'm collecting everything that I'll give. But God says, no, 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 no. God says, I'm going to, I'm, God, God says, God not Israel, I'm, I'm going to take my first fruit from, no, no, no. God says, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. I'm not going to take anything by force. He never did that. He says, I'll give you 100%, and then you determine in your heart what you are going to give to me. What is the beginning for you? What is the best for you? Out of your love and your commitment and your dedication in your heart, you come and you give my portion. Why? Because it is a test of where your heart is. When people say they can't give the first fruit because they don't have enough, they will never be able to give the first fruit. Because if you can't give when you don't have enough, you will not give when you have enough. Because when you have enough, you will always have an excuse why you shouldn't give. You always have that. It is always a test of where your heart is towards God. For the government, they say, I don't have time to, to, to give a test. But for God, he says, if you truly love me, then I'm going to test you. I'm going to give you everything and then I'll watch what you will give back to me. He says, he says if, you are, if you are going to give to God, says, watch Abel and Cain. They both gave. One was accepted. One was not accepted. An offering is not accepted simply because it is given. It is not every offering that is accepted to God. Sometimes people say, I give and I give and I don't see anything. You have to understand that am I truly giving the way God wants me to give? Or am I just giving, hoping that God will bless me? God does not bless me. Simply because we give. No. 
He blesses us because their attitude is right. It is the first. It is from the flock. It is the first and it is the fat. It is right. The beginning, the foremost, the receipt. It is not the last thing you give after you've paid all your bills. No, 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 no. After you've paid your landlord and you've paid ECG with rising tariffs and you've paid water bill and all that and, you've, and your, your tank in your car is full, you say, ah, yes, now what can I give to God? No, no, no. God says it is the, rest, it is the foremost. If you trust me, it is what you bring first. So what should be our attitude when we honor God? What should be our attitude when we honor God? Three things. What should be our attitude when we honor God? Number one, Give to God first. Give to God first. Number two, give the first to God. So give to God first. Give the first to God. Number three, give the fat to God. It has, when you talk about give the fat to God, that means it has to be qualitative. It has to be the first. It doesn't mean you should go to the market and go and buy fat. It's like, I'm going to give it to God. No, it just means it has to be qualitative as well. And the reason why in our church we don't use that word tithe is because the tithe came after this. The tithe came later. And of course, Israel gave a lot of offerings. They gave burnt offering and grain offering and wave offering and sin offering and trespass offering and peace offering and, 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 and all that and the tithe and all that. But the foundation was this principle. It must be the first in terms of action. And it must be given to God first. If it doesn't meet that criteria, then it is not acceptable to God. Very important. I remember when we were kids, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, they give us uh, offering to church, uh, you know, with children, and then, you know, we have the offering in our hands, and then there are different things, and then we'll be breaking the offering, you know, you give, you know, those days, we'll give you, like, maybe two CDs, and then, you know, you'll break it into 50 pesos, like, maybe two different, let's say, church is having harvest, and the church is also, and uh, I, I must give a Sunday school as well, and so you break it 50 pesos for the harvest, 50 pesos for Sunday school, you break, you'll be breaking, breaking, uh, I think we are smarter than God, you know, as children, Trying to do all these kinds of things. And I, I'm sure we even do it today. I mean, some of you broke your offering today, right? So this is for first offering. Five CDs. And then project offering. Three CDs. You know, you, you, and I said, I you know, we want to, like, we are, we are smarter than God. We can, you know, cheat God. No, 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 no. It doesn't work. It doesn't work that way, no. You can't play games with God. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It will give God first. We give the first to God, and we give the fat to God as well. And when you do it faithfully, there is a blessing. There is a reward from it. What is that reward? We see it in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. The reward for doing what we do. Proverbs 3, verse 9. It says, honor the Lord with your possessions, and with the first fruits of all your increase." So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. I like the reward. There are two rewards we see in this particular scripture. The first one we see is the blessing of enough. It says your barns will be filled with plenty. That word plenty in the Hebrew is that word sufficient. Now, as Ghanaians, when we hear the word plenty, we think of a lot. But in the Hebrew, that word is the word sufficient. That means that, in other words, God will give you sufficient. What is enough? Give us this day our daily bread. What you need, God will give to you. That's the first blessing, the blessing of enough. 
But we also see that it doesn't, it doesn't just stop there. It says your, your vat will overflow. It is the blessing of more than enough. The, the, that, that word overflow is the word from which we get that word perez, which means breakthrough. Breakthrough. That God says, if you honor me with your first fruit, not only will you have enough, but you will have your breakthrough as well. That your vat will break through. That means that it will overflow. That no boundary can hold your blessing. And your blessing will cross walls, it will cross limitation, it will cross geography, it will cross nations, it will go international because you are overflowing. And today we just want to trust God that if you have given faithfully, and for each one of us that there will be more than enough or there will be enough for the month of June as well. And since some of you are quiet, it means that you didn't give. <laughs> that you have enough, that you have sufficient. So let me say it again. For those of us who give, and those who will give. I pray that in this month of June, you will have enough as well. That there will be no shortage. There will be no limitation. There will be no time where you said you needed something, but you didn't have the money for it as well. Everybody say enough. Say plenty. Say, say sufficient. If you need to pay fees, if you need to pay your rent, whatever it is, may you receive enough for it as well. For every need, no shortage. For every need, no shortage. For every need, no shortage. If it is a thousand, you receive a thousand. If it is ten thousand, you receive ten thousand. If it is a million, you receive a million. If it is ten million, you receive ten million. In the name of Jesus, the blessing of enough. But there is also a second kind of blessing. It is the blessing of more than enough. And I pray for you this month that your vats will overflow. You will receive more than enough. Breakthrough on every side. Breakthrough on every side. Breakthrough on every side. Where you were held back, you will not be held back any longer. Some of you have operated from tabletop. You are moving to your shop. Those who have been in the shop, you are moving to the supermarket. In the name of Jesus. Those of you who have operated in the tens, you are moving to the thousands. Those who in the thousands, you are moving to the tens of thousands. Those in the tens of thousands, you are moving to the millions and the tens of millions and the billions that is your portion in the name of Jesus you will have enough but you will have more than enough as well whatever you consider to be your boundary you will cross it as well whatever is your geographical location you will step over it as well may the Lord open you up to the nations as well everything that has been determined to be a stumbling block in your life you will break through it in the name of Jesus your vats will overflow I said your vats will overflow I said your vats will overflow there will be no limits as well and so this morning I speak the blessing of the first fruits over you may the Lord cause you to to see his faithfulness in the name of Jesus. May the Lord cause your faithfulness which he has seen in heaven to be rewarded on earth. And may the Lord establish his word in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the message. God bless you.